Hi friends, welcome to the Front Porch Life podcast. My name is Rachel Steele and I'm really glad that you are here. The Front Porch is where we practice hospitality, empower others to share their stories, and live a simple and intentional life. So grab your coffee and join me on the porch. Hello, hello. You are tuning in to the final episode of season two of the Front Porch Life podcast. First of all, I can't even believe that I'm saying we have done two seasons already. That just seems crazy to me. Um, We have come a long way from recording the first episode, which I literally recorded on my front porch while using just my phone. And it was blazing hot. It was in June, but I was turning off the air conditioner so that the background noise wouldn't be too loud. And now I have a fancy microphone. I have a couple, actually. I just had to switch my microphone. Um, A few sponsors and so many guests that I've gotten to interview in person and virtually. So we have come a very long way, friends. Before we jump into this final episode, I wanted to take just a quick look back at season two and all of the amazing guests that we had. Some of these guests I knew in real life prior to starting the podcast, while others were ones that I met online and simply invited them to be a guest. But by the end of every interview, whether I'd met them before or not, I could call each one of them a friend. And I just was able to learn so much and gain so much from our conversation. We've had everything from biblical scholars to Pilates instructors to moms who are just doing the amazingly hard work of parenting and maintaining a home while some of them are even running their own businesses. If you haven't listened to all of the episodes of season two, take some time in the next few weeks or months to go back and give each episode a listen. I can't even begin to pick a favorite episode, kind of like you can't pick a favorite kid, because they were really all so special and unique. Honestly, I feel like I have to interview all of them again in the future because they were just so good and had so much wisdom to share and I know would have even more to share in the future. But today, I am finishing up this season with a solo episode. While I have totally enjoyed having a guest every week for you of season two, I also miss just talking to you and sharing what's going on in my life. So today I'm going to take the questions that I asked each guest at the end of every episode and answer them for you myself. So to remind you, the questions I asked each guest was number one, what is saving your life right now? Number two, what are you reading or listening to? And number three, how can we as listeners support you and connect with you? So here we go. Here are my answers to those questions. And when I asked my guests these questions, I kind of limited it to just one answer per question, but I'm the boss and this is a solo episode. So I think I'm going to give you just a few answers to each question. Okay. First question, what is saving your life right now? Number one is flared yoga pants. Okay. 
I was one of the originals who started wearing yoga pants back when they were first were a thing and all yoga pants were flared. I had one pair from Target that I loved. I wore them constantly and whenever that pair wore out, I just went back to Target and got the exact same pair again. Um, I also only wore flared jeans at the time. I guess they were really more of a boot cut fit, but it took me a while to get on the skinny jeans and skinny leggings trends. But now I proudly wear my skinny jeans, even though apparently only moms and like old ladies wear them now. I guess the side part is in that category now too. I don't know if that came from TikTok or Instagram. I don't know. But anyway, I digress, but I do wear them proudly. But this winter when we had COVID in my house, um, I might have done a little retail therapy and I bought a pair of flared leggings from Aerie, which is American Eagle's underwear and like loungewear swimwear brand. I had Aerie's regular leggings from when I was postpartum with Emmy and loved them. I had them in multiple colors, but never felt like I could wear them out of the house as actual pants. But friends... The flared leggings count as pants. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Um, Now, I may still have to cover up the booty a little bit um, just for my own personal um, sense of well-being, but I don't mind, and I can find a long shirt, and they are the most comfortable leggings ever. So do yourself a favor and get some right now. They are the best. Number two, taking a bath. This is another habit I rediscovered back in January during our month-long friendship with COVID in our household. I used to take baths quite a bit back in like middle school um, or something like that. I was still living at home with my parents, but back then I would bring like my CD player boombox and usually like a Carrie Underwood CD into the bathroom with me. Sometimes I'd eat ice cream, sometimes I'd read a book, but it was just like my way of relaxing. I'd fallen out of that habit, just like in college and when we lived in an apartment because that bathtub was gross. I was not getting in that bathtub. Uh, But let me tell you, taking a bath at night after we get the girls down is quite literally saving my life, both my physical, emotional, and mental life. So now when I go in the bath, um, it's still the bathtub that the girls take a bath in. So there's like the whale thing that everyone has that's on the water spout and I have the toys and the cups and the rubber duckies and all that stuff, but it's fine. I just pretend I'm at the spot and I take a book with me and I use this bubble bath that, um, I think it's from Bath and Body Works. A student gave it to me, but it smells really good. It's like that aromatherapy bubble bath. And it's the only time that I can truly slow myself down enough to read. I really love reading, um, but I just can't get myself to like calm down enough and focus enough to read, except like when I'm at the beach. That's like the only time I can read. But now that I've been taking baths, I just take a book with me and I read for a little while and it's been really, really nice. And I can just tell like taking that time really helps me the rest of the night, the rest of the week, just feel a little bit more recharged. And Mike has been awesome about telling me to go take a bath as well. Sometimes I can feel like, oh, I have too many things I need to do. The dishes need to be done or I need to, you know, put the laundry away because I finally have some time now that the girls are asleep. But 
he'll just remind me like, just go take a 30 minute bath. You'll be fine. And it's really just been the best. Number three is kimonos. I have three kimonos in my closet and I adore them. You might be envisioning like a long moo-moo kind of kind of thing, but no, 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 I promise. These are cute. They are cute. I have a soft, like flowery, flowery one. I can't talk. Um, I have a black one with little white flowers that's more of a linen material. And then I have a short sleeved heather gray one that is buttery soft and feels just like pajamas. All of them are from Carly Jean Los Angeles. You don't have to buy them from there. But (laughs) if you know me at all, you know I love Carly Jean. Does someone have a hookup? Like, can someone tell them to sponsor us already? Um, Anyway, let me know. Um, I am not a fashionista by any means. Honestly, Mike helps me pick out my outfits for, like, nicer events. But I feel confident that I can upgrade any outfit with a kimono. It feels like I'm wearing a dress, even if I'm just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Plus, remember how I talked about hiding your booty in the flared leggings? A kimono does that. So I can wear like a tighter fitting dress that I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable wearing on its own, but I can throw a kimono over it. Or yeah, I can wear leggings and a tank top and a kimono and it feels really great and I love it. So That's a trend that I'm just going to put out in the atmosphere and that you should try as well. Okay, last but not least, number four, the thing that is saving my life right now is the Lazy Genius podcast. My friend Ashley, who was on episode 27, clued me into Kendra Adachi, who's the host of the Lazy Genius podcast. I'm probably the last person in the world to know about her, but man, I am better for it now that I do. She is so good at simplifying the day-to-day things that you do in your house every day and making them feel much more manageable. So her catchphrase is be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. And I love that mentality. It's like, okay, some things we can just let go, you know, and other things like we really truly care about. So let's put some more um, systems into place to make that easier for you. The most recent episode I listened to was chores I do every day. And it was riveting. Like you might not think so, but it truly, truly was. Sometimes I think we overlook the simple mundane things we do, but I am here for someone talking about those things and giving me ideas to make them easier. Some of you know that I am quitting teaching after this school year, at least for the time being. Um, So come June, like I'm going to be staying home full time. So I want to become better at managing my household now that I'm going to be in my house all the time and have some more rhythms and systems in place to make things flow a little bit easier and be able to put some intentional time into that. So the Lazy Genius Podcast is my go-to right now for those types of conversations. Go look it up right now. If you haven't already heard of it, it's a good one. And add it to your podcast repertoire. Okay, the next question is things I am reading or listening to. Let's start with reading. So since I've been pairing my frequent baths with reading, 
I have a few more books in my queue. Um, the one I'm almost finished with is called Every Breath by Nicholas Sparks. Now, if you like Nicholas Sparks like I do, then this book is one of his best, in my opinion. If you're not a Nicholas Sparks fan, then don't read this one. You know, I mean, it's the cheesy kind of romance and all of that. But I loved this one primarily because it takes place in Sunset Beach, North Carolina, which is a beach that my family grew up going to when I was little. So it was fun for me to be able to actually picture the beach in town while I was reading the story. Also, he has a little introduction to the book where he talks about how the story is based on a real a real story and how he was able to like find this person that it was about and talk to them and they were really hesitant about it becoming a book that people could read but that you know eventually he did say okay yeah you can write this um he Nicholas Sparks like changed the names and that kind of stuff but the gist of the story is true so i thought that was really cool too another book i'm reading is called Habits of the Household by Justin Early. I heard an interview with him on the happy hour with um, Jamie Ivey. She's the host of that podcast. And I just loved the whole idea of his book. So he has four young boys and he talks about how the habits and rhythms that you form in your household are really integral to your family culture. So he goes through the entire day in his book. So like morning time, dinner time, bedtime, screen time, playtime, and talks about how you can create small habits with your family that point you and your kids towards Jesus. And I liked too that he had young kids because I feel like, I mean, it's just so different having young kids versus kids that are even like in, you know, elementary school. It's just different. So I felt like he was very relatable in that regard. And one habit that Mike and I loved from the book is that um, you can pray with your family right before everyone leaves the house. Like that crazy time of like, okay, get your backpack, get your lunch, get your, you know, water bottle, whatever. It's like that can feel so crazy. But if you just stop right before you leave as a family and have like a missional prayer, And just pray about sending your family out to their own separate mission fields. And it's very short. He has a very like scripted, just like four line prayer that they say every day. And we're starting to try to do that habit together as a family. And it's really insightful, but it's also really practical. And a lot of the habits that he talks about are just written out. And you can apply them right away. So I really have enjoyed this book so far. I'm kind of just like reading a little bit here and there because, you know, it is a lot to try to implement right away. So maybe look at like, okay, what time of your day is really tricky? Maybe it is bedtime. Go to that chapter and like pick out some things from there. Okay. Um, I already mentioned, this is what I'm listening to. I already mentioned the Lazy Genius podcast, but Another podcast I'm loving right now is the Risen Motherhood podcast. Again, some of you may already be familiar familiar with that podcast. Um, I'm a relatively new listener, and so I've just been kind of enjoying getting to know the two ladies that host the podcast and just hearing what they talk about. But they just did a series on work and how as moms we can view everything we do as work and that all of it has value. 
So they go through different perspectives of different kinds of work. So whether that be in the home or at an outside job or a combination of the two and how you can have a gospel perspective of it all. Before I go into the last question, I do want to let you know that all of the things that I've talked about are linked in the show notes. So all the podcasts, all the books, all the, you know, kimonos and all those things, they're all linked in the show notes. So if you actually want to go to the link or to the podcast, it's just a one-stop shop right there in the show notes. Okay. The final question I ask my guests is how we can support them and how we can connect with them. First of all, the fact that you are already listening to this podcast is the best support I could ask for. Like you are listening to this episode and that is the goal. Um, It really is an honor to know that I can be a small part of your day, whether you're listening on the way to work, while on a walk, or while you're folding laundry. I know that we don't have much time every day and it is an immense privilege that you would squeeze this podcast into your day and into your priorities. That being said, I want to be able to reach even more people with this podcast, with the message of Jesus and with the wisdom that my guests can share. You know, the whole goal of this podcast was I just wanted a place for women especially to feel heard to feel known and to hear someone talk about something that they are also going through, particularly the things that are hard to talk about. That was my goal because I just felt like when I entered into motherhood and still now, like there are just so many things that I'm like, huh, like, do you sweep your floors every day? Like, that's a very like, you know, surface level question or like, do you struggle with anxiety like I do? Because, you know, you just don't want to feel alone in those things. And that's why I started this podcast. And I just want more women to have that kind of place where they can go. So it would mean the world to me if you would continue to share this podcast with others. Sometimes just a simple text to a girlfriend with a link to an episode is all they need to start interacting with the Front Porch Life community. Um, You know, every time I have a guest, I'll get like a couple new people that start following the Instagram page and a couple more listens to the podcast. And it's like every single referral, every single interaction like that matters. And I see that and they, you know, they get a new perspective or a new taste into what other moms are doing. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I am not going back to the classroom this fall. And one of the many reasons that I am doing this is because I believe in this podcast and I believe in the Front Porch Life community. And I believe that with even more time and energy from me and from you, that we can make this a place for all different kinds of women to enjoy fellowship with each other and experience hospitality and experience intentional living. But I can't do that all on my own. So I really need the support of you and your spheres of influence to reach even more people. You know, I think sometimes in this like day and age of social media, People think like, well, I have to have a following or I have to have like a platform to make a difference. And it's easy to get caught up in that. But you all have your own spheres of influence. Like there are people that only you see at work 
or there are people that only you interact with in your neighborhood. And those are your people that you get to reach out to. And maybe one way you can reach out to them is by introducing them to the podcast. So again, I know that's a big ask, but I would just really appreciate it if that would be something that you would feel inclined to do. Finally, you can connect with The Front Porch Life and me as we gear up for season three. You can always follow me on Instagram and Facebook with the handle Front Porch Life Podcast, as well as on the website, which is frontporchlife.net. There will be many more blog posts to come and ways for you to connect with me and with each other on the website coming soon. I'm just really excited for um, just this space to continue to build momentum and also to honor all of you that have just been here and been supporting. And some of you have just been listening since episode one and even before episode one. So I'm really, really thankful. All right. Season two is now coming to a close, but season three is just on the horizon. In the meantime, continue to connect with me and continue to live a front porch life in your own communities.